1: Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 6 verses 30 through 44. This is Jesus feeding the 5,000 and this is the only miracle that is recorded in all four gospels. Therefore, we already did a devotion on this back in Matthew chapter 14 verses 13 through 21. That's episode 519 and what I'm going to talk about today from this miracle is different from what I talked about then. So if you want to go back and get an overview of it or get a different spin on it, go back to that Matthew text, episode 519 and who knows what we'll do with it when we get to it in Luke and John. So the Mark version of this miracle, there's a little bit more detail on the front end, and that's really where I want to direct our attention. I'm going to read through the whole thing just so we can cover it, but we're going to land on the first part of it. Verse 30. The apostles returned to Jesus and told him all they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in a boat to a desolate place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they ran there on foot from all the Towns and got there ahead of them. when he went ashore, he saw the great crowd, and he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. And when it grew late, the disciples came to him and said, This is the desolate place, and the hour is now late. Send them away to go into surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. And they said to him, Shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? He said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they had found out, They said five and two fish. Then he commanded them to sit down in groups on the green grass. And they sat down in groups by hundreds and fifties. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up 12 baskets full of broken pieces and of the fish. And those who ate the loaves were 5,000 men. So like I said, I do a little bit more of an overview on that. Text in the Matthew episode, which is number 519, and I'm not going to touch on all that again today. But there's two things I want to pull out of the beginning of this. The first is that Jesus tells his disciples to come away by themselves to a desolate place and rest a while. Maybe somebody listening to me today needs to hear this. Come away by yourself to a desolate place and rest a while. There are many followers of Christ who are such busybodies that they refuse to rest. The Bible tells us God created the world and everything in it in six days and he rested on the seventh. Just a few devotions ago, Jesus was taking a nap in a boat during a storm. And here he is calling his disciples to come away to a desolate place and rest a while. Busy bodies, even if their busy bodiness is directed toward kingdom ends for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of God's glory, need to be encouraged to rest. God rested, Jesus rested, and he commands his disciples to rest. And one key aspect to resting is getting away to a desolate place. Don't feel guilty about resting. Some wise old theologian, I can't remember who it was, said that when we rest, it's an act of trust in God. He doesn't need us to keep everything running. We can lay down, we can take a break, and he's gonna sustain things just fine without us. Now, not everybody needs to hear that. Maybe there's some lazy people who need to stop resting and actually do something productive for the kingdom. But I think there's probably some people who are busy, busy, active, active, never stop, never stop, maybe even take a little pride in all the activities they do, chill out and rest, preferably in a desolate place where you can actually kind of get away from everything and everybody doesn't have to be expensive on some vacation. It could be in your own house, but don't feel bad about that. Another message I think that we might need to hear from this text is that even if we're being stretched, even if we need rest, even if it's time to pull away to a desolate place and chill for a while, even at that moment, sometimes the Lord is going to put an opportunity in front of us where we need to put rest on the backburn and take care of what he's called us to in the moment. Jesus and his disciples are going to rest, but this crowd gathers on the other side of the lake waiting for them to arrive. Jesus and the disciples put their plans for rest on hold and they minister to the group. Maybe there are people hearing this today who need to hear that. The illustration I want to share doesn't even do close to justice what is being talked about in this text. But just tonight, my daughters and I went to Iowa City, Iowa for an Iowa basketball game. They played Michigan State and Luka Garza, probably the best basketball player at the University of Iowa ever had his jersey retired he was a player of the year in the Big Ten twice in a row the player of the year in the NCAA got drafted to the NBA big-time guy my daughter Jillian absolutely loves him has for several years and we had some good friends buy tickets and take us to the game and so my daughter Jillian was ecstatic after the game she's hoping to get a chance to meet Luca Garza she has before but she can't get enough of it they stick around There's security around him there are people waiting waiting for him, and he's walking by kind of in a hurry to get to where he's going and blowing past people. He notices my daughter in his Detroit Pistons jersey, and he stops and takes a second with her to get a picture and give her a moment of his time, even though he's got other plans that are more urgent in that small way that is very, very insignificant compared to what Jesus and the disciples did here. Luca Garza gave an example of what it's like to put your plans on hold because you have, quote unquote, passion on the crowd that needs to be ministered to. Now again, Luca Garza wasn't ministering to my daughter. He got a picture with her and moved on. Not a huge deal, but a great illustration of this. He didn't have to do that. And he made my daughter's year, probably. How much more should we, as image bearers of God, as ambassadors for Jesus Christ, be willing to put whatever we have planned, even if it's rest, on hold when the Lord puts an opportunity before us? Some of the most effective ministry opportunities come at the least opportune times from our own perspective. And they cost us time, and they cost us energy that we might not have. They might cost us food, which happens to be part of this text here. They might be inconvenient. They might not be what we planned on, but we need to take opportunities that the Lord places before us and leverage them as the Spirit leads for His glory and for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Are you willing to be interrupted? I hope so. And when you seize that opportunity, there'll be a chance for you to rest, and when that comes, you should take it. Couple great lessons from today's text that we didn't cover in the Matthew devotion. Come back for more in the Book of Mark. Have a good day.
0: The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly thirty-minute radio broadcast, which is aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2000. 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives.